members, coaches, and professionals working as a team of like-minded individuals in constant pursuit. Connecting this exclusive group with the tools and resources they require to live a high-performance lifestyle, conquering what life has thrown at them. This is The Fit Life. Welcome to episode 9 of the Living the Fit Life podcast. I'm your host, Chad Mueller, and yes, the band is back together. Michelle and Adam, how's it going? Good, good. Very good, thank you. Good to be back. Yes. United as one. (laughs) Yes, exactly. We're better together. Yeah. Um, The past few weeks, we've had uh, some new voices join us. Uh, Had a great talk with Morgan about nutrition and holistic health. Uh, Michelle and Morgan battled that one out. And then uh, we had Doc Kyle join Adam and I to speak about sort of proactive recovery and get sort of a professional's opinion on recovery and the relationship with recovery practitioners. Um, And after that episode, we started talking um, and recovery has been a big part of sort of the LP community and and our conversations within the community. So I think think today we were going to focus on diving into that pillar specifically and talk about sort of 360 recovery and sort of do a little rapid fire sort of top six recovery protocol um, things that we do on a daily or weekly basis talk about the what when why who you know that sort of thing so recovery big topic with the Dijons Um, maybe we can start off by talking about our uh, our lead sponsor today whoop (laughs) (laughs) and how that sort of played it an impactful role in sort of this topic of recovery. Yeah, for sure. I think the big, the first thing that comes to mind for me is fitness and nutrition have been a staple, you know, fitness being the big time staple nutrition becoming more and more of like a key contributor and then recovery, you know, relatively new concept, like the proactive recovery, like we talked about with Kyle and now like the 360 recovery, which helps your performance. Yes, but also your overall health. So, with fitness, we track our progress by, you know, how fast we run, how much weight we lift, et cetera, et cetera. In nutrition, we track calorie intake, we track body composition. We have these like tools to do it, right? And we know those because they've been staples. But with recovery, we're doing all these things, but we really had no way to measure, are they working, aren't they working? So Michelle actually for my birthday two years ago, maybe three, I don't know. Two years ago, at least, three? Mm-hmm. maybe three, I think I went, Yeah. she got me a whoop band and I'm like, what is this? I've seen them, but I didn't know what it was. And she kind of showed me they've been, you know, big in sports and helping athletes determine like helping coaches and, and trainers determine how hard the athlete should work based on their recovery. So I thought, wow, cool tool. So I think I worked for almost a full year. You hopped on board. Six months, maybe. Yeah, six months. It was just a great way for me to realize holy cow like I'm killing my body every day and I'm not recovering the way I should be at that point like you know there's there's red yellow and green zone recovery and like to see a green zone for me was like you know one day out of every two weeks like it just didn't exist so it took like probably until the new year like all of November all of December for me to start like figuring out how the hell am I going to get this thing to you know, listen to my body or or how am I going to get my body to listen to this thing? So that's when we started coming up, you know, and, and asking and doing research and working with others at LP and outside of LP on like, what do we do for recovery? That's going to help me with my 
you know, one of the big things they measure is HRV, right? Heart rate variable. So my body was in a sympathetic state, like fight or flight all the time, right? Mm -hmm. So how do I get it out of that state and into a parasympathetic state so I can actually recover properly and perform? So that's kind of the premise of where all this started is like, you know, we needed a tool to measure and there's other great tools out there. Fitbit mm -hmm. is great. Um, Apple watches are great. You know, you can, I think it starts by tracking your sleep. And if you're getting good sleep, then you know that that's like a key indicator. But a lot of people base sleep on how many hours they are in bed, yeah. right? But what we're realizing more and more is it has nothing to do with the time you're in bed. It has to do with how many disturbances you have, how much REM sleep you have, how much deep sleep you have, the overall quality of your sleep. Right. So I rambled yeah. on there for a bit, but that's kind of where we're at with the recovery. Yeah. The, the cool thing with whoop is that it's probably the more specific one of the other tools, right? Like it focuses so much on, like it doesn't just track how many hours, but it actually yeah. takes into consideration whether you've done some of these recovery protocols we'll talk about and actually can alter yes. your day strain and recovery yeah. scores. Yeah. I love that it combines strain know like your workout or your exercise with sleep to come up with recovery mm -hmm. right? and then it tracks all of the different things that you're doing so being able to input whether or not you slept in the same bed or you wore mm -hmm. uh, earplugs that night or you listened to a noise machine um, it has the ability to analyze all that data and give you some cool insight into what's working and what's into not. What's working, yeah, yeah. exactly. You get your monthly report and it tells you like, hey, you know when you had this much caffeine during the day, your sleep quality was down. You should reduce that or, right? Yeah. Like that yeah. was a big thing for you, right? Yeah, totally. It, yeah, it's awesome. Hopefully the more we talk about we can actually have a podcast and maybe <laughs> we can actually get a legit sponsorship. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Actually, I mean, it's cool to see that there's now way more LP members. I remember with just yeah. the two right. of you and then I jumped on board and then you're off for a while and then yeah. so like it's cool that now got me back like into it yeah 10 plus people yeah now using whoop because it's definitely like a, a community thing for sure um, yeah and as a community it's really cool to see because you know some of us have family some of us have kids some of us get up super early some of us have great sleep performance um but we get to compare and see all that data mm -hmm. so you know like hey this is what's working for other members I'm gonna try that yeah. right like yeah. I think some of our our parents convinced us that it's not about the length of time you're in bed it's about the quality of your sleep like mm -hmm. sleep fast <laughs> right like yeah. some people just you know when they hit the pillow they their mind is is ready for that deep sleep and they get great recovery right yeah, yeah. so it's it, we've learned so much from the tool cool so yeah, so um, let's jump into sort of, we have six uh, sort of recovery protocols slash routines. I don't think there are any, any specific order by priority, but six things that I think are simple things that people can add that you've tracked that actually make a significant difference. Exactly. Right? Yeah. These were the things that I started doing or we started doing when my recovery wouldn't go to the green. Gotcha. You know? Cool. These were the things I'd try, you know. They've made an impact. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So super, the secrets, here's the tips. 
Top six, baby. <laughs> if there's any podcast you want to listen to, this is the one. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They're all great. Um, so first one, Epsom salt bath. Yeah. So the who, what, when, why, where on Epsom salt. You know, for us, before bed is key. Um, we like to do it. it the 20 minutes, you know, that's all you need. Max, max. Right? No, but not even in the... Yeah, you yeah. only need 20 minutes total, right? You're in the tub for 10 to 15 minutes. You toss a bunch of Epsom salts in there. The magnesium in the Epsom salts relaxes your muscles. It helps, you know, you relax and wind down before bed. Um, it's super simple, right? Like, you can only imagine it's as simple as, you know, having a bag of Epsom salts and turning on the bath, right? And it doesn't take a lot of time. So that's what we love about. Yeah, and it's, it's relaxing. Right. Like you don't, good book and you don't have to do anything. Like stretching, right. you have to physically like do things. Sure. The bath yeah. is like, okay, I can just relax. Right. Yeah. It's kind a passive tool. Passive, is, passive recovery tool. Is there a rule on how many people in the tub at one time? <laughs> is, it, is there data that shows whether, you know, it's kind of like the sleep one, you know? Do you sure. Sleep or... We should test that one out. Yeah. We, we we're, yeah, out. we're lucky. We have a nice tub, but you're, if you're in a, a small tub, <laughs> you don't want to try to share yeah. that. But okay. Yeah, I think if you have an annoying spouse or partner that would just talk the whole time, then maybe you want to kick them out. Michelle does sometimes. That happens to me sometimes. Yeah, I can see that. Yes. You're not coming. So I think um, bath on your own, for me, that would be my ultimate recovery. Cool. How many times would you do this a week? It's one to two. You know, I I think I like to cycle through all of these six tools. So I like, you know. So we only do it once a week. Yeah. That's our goal. Yeah. But if this is like your top one and your favorite and your go-to, then you know do it as much as you want. What do I say? I, Big know, thing, not too warm. Yeah. Sometimes we can do it too warm and you come out of the tub and you're sweating. Right. Trying to go to bed. Yeah. So not. Yeah. Right. It's not. It's not to sizzle you. It's just to relax you and help you wind down and. Yeah. Epsom salts. I, I have a note here. Like we haven't figured out what the difference is between the the expensive like ten dollar little bag that gets you like one or two baths and like the monster mm-hmm. giant size tub mm-hmm. that still has the essential oils in it there must be we'll, we we'll haven't have, really looked into we'll have to look more but or... yeah so you guys can give us some feedback on that but essentially we go to Zares there's a huge bag it has some lavender in it dump a bunch in I don't measure it just dump it in whatever feels right and turn it on too hot at first and then add some cold water to cool it down done but easy, easy. done so bingo um do you notice a difference in like um like what are you trying to do with this one specifically does it does this feel like i'm trying to like i have a stressful day i'm trying to just mentally unwind or is it like i'm physically i did a big endurance session and my legs are just like crying right now True. is this like would you use this specifically for anything or is it just like it's just part of the routine. You're just doing it. Just the cool part about this one is I think it hits both of those. Yeah. So not only is it relaxing because you're, you don't have to do much, but it, it also is that muscle relief. So I think it hits both, both fronts. Yeah. hundred cool. percent definitely hits both. Cause when you, you know, your feet and your legs hit the water for that first 30 seconds, like you instantly feel that like rush of blood flow mm-hmm. and like, you know, it's good muscle recovery, but also you're relaxing at the same time. And no, this isn't the time to bring your phone into the tub and like scroll through Instagram for 20 minutes. It's the time to like 
disconnect 30 sure. minutes before bed, wind it down, chill out. Cool. Okay. Sounds good. Um, an obvious one, stretching. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I rarely mention this one, but like for me, Michelle's not as big of a fan on this one, but for me, it's like the oldest trick in the book and it's hard to get started, but like have a little 15 minute stretching routine that you run through that hits like, you know, lower body, upper body. And by the end of the 20 minutes, your body feels amazing. And you're like, you know, when you read a book and you fall asleep, like you're ready to go right to bed as soon as you're done. So you get kind of like the Epsom salt, you get the best of both worlds because you're stretching your muscles, you're loosening up after, you know, tough training and you're ready to go to bed as soon as you're done. I do want to make it clear. I do like stretching in terms of like its benefits. So I would like to do it a lot. I'm just a lazy recovery person. <laughs> and I don't want to like do most of us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to stretch for 20 to 45 minutes no, uh, right. at night. So we've been trying a little bit too. I, Adam's been trying to get me to stretch. So it's been okay. I'll stretch if I get to watch the buttery bros and watch this. <laughs> so like putting something on where I can be mentally yeah. Yeah. not thinking about stretching that I just get to relax my mind. Um, because for me, stretching is a little bit more work. Right. I don't right. get that like relaxing ish feeling after I get the, the sort of muscle side of it, like the recovery side of it, but the, um, bringing my mental state down not so much so yeah. I, I think we should probably should clarify because like <laughs> um stretching pre and post workout right versus now you're saying we have to stretch again <laughs> at you know seven thirty eight o'clock at night right so like see what i mean <laughs> <laughs> so like so pre so post workout pre-workout stretching you don't call classify that as recovery or is that just sort of recovery but also just like it's preparation for, I find that I'm, you know, and we will talk about this as we go, but I find that I'm actually not doing a whole lot of stretching and recovery, like around my workout time anymore. Mm -hmm. I find that I'm warming up with the group at LP and the warm ups kind of hit, you know, everything I need. I might do a quick foam roll, right? Just mm -hmm. to get the blood flowing and get out any kinks. Mm -hmm. And then after, you know, I, especially with, COVID, like I don't, no one's hanging around to stretch and hang out. Right. And I'm finding that like, there's, it's not my optimal time to do that. Okay. So I'm finding that I'm moving this stuff so I can get like two benefits out of it. I can stretch before bed and then it helps me sleep better or Epsom salt before bed and it helps me sleep better. Okay. So I'm finding I'm doing more of this stuff away from the workout time. Mm -hmm. I spend the workout time working on like, you know, my performance and then this stuff helps with my recovery. Mm -hmm. That's what yeah. I'm finding just in general. So 20 minutes before bed, I'm finding is more beneficial than 20 minutes right after a workout. Gotcha. That's, that's just kind of what I've been feeling over the last, you know, long training sessions. The last thing you want to do after a long workout or whatever is spend another 20 minutes stretching mm -hmm. where if you can kill two birds with one stone before bed, and you can do 20 minutes and it's going to help you sleep better and you get the mobility benefits. Boom. It's like mm -hmm. kill two birds with one stone. That's kind of what I'm, I, I still think warm up. I find our warm ups have been great. So that's mm -hmm. kind of getting me ready. And then 
save their stretching and recovery till before bed. Have you bonded this, Michelle? Do you stretch after work? No. No, I'm not a stre- I'm not a stretcher. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I totally I totally agree. Stretching before the workout for me is no benefit and um I wouldn't recommend it after for sure. Um usually I'm running right to the next thing. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a forced way to get me to try and do it. Cool. And let's just say one time a week right now for the stretching. Okay, cool. And so like when you talk about warming up at the gym and stretching around the workouts, we, 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 you know, we, we know what that looks like, you know, we're doing a dead bugs and RDLs and all that sort of stuff, very specific to the training day. How is that different than your stretching at, uh, at night? Mm-hmm. Like what does yeah. the stretching look like? Are we doing yoga? Are we doing a mix of different things? What are we doing? I would say it's almost like a yoga class in a sense. Cause you're like holding stretches for a long time. So we, I, we started by using ROMWOD, mm-hmm. which was like, it's a super easy app and you subscribe monthly and every day they give you a new ROMWOD, range of motion workout of the day, yep. right? So, and it incorporates some breathing, breathing by the sense of like, when you get into the stretch, just like, you know, don't hold your breath, right. like breathe, right. Yeah. breathe, right? Get comfortable. <laughs> yeah, get comfortable. So that was awesome because that tool gave me the ideas around building a cool 20 minute routine. Mm -hmm. So now I know how to build a 20 minute full body stretching routine. And then GoWatt is a new one that's more recently came out. I've never used it, but that one's cool because it's kind of customized to your needs. And they have cool warmups on it for workouts specific to the workout. Mm -hmm. They have good post workout and then they have good like just generic stretching. So ROMWatt and GoWatt are great. We just found for us. It's a, it's not an everyday thing. So it didn't make sense for us to carry the membership when yeah. it was, when we're trying to incorporate some of these other recovery tools, we weren't stretching every day. Right. So it wasn't worth and it. And once you us. do it for a few months, I mean, you kind of know what you need to do. Yeah. It's a, yeah. A, when I did wrong yeah. one, it held you accountable because you were paying yes. for it. Right? And then, right. So like I definitely could do it now because it would make me stretch at night more. Yeah, yeah. true. Ramad is actually really cool. And it's not, yeah. uh, I, I for enjoy some it's Ramad. not easy. Right. It can be uncomfortable at first. Right. <laughs> yes, for some of the exercises. Yes. Totally. But it's, it, yeah. Adam's Ramad's a little nicer. Yeah, I pick all, all my favorites. <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah. Why wouldn't I? Just get it done, yeah. So maybe I should do it next week and pick all of your... <laughs> all my weaknesses, yeah. No. So yeah, good old stretching. I think it's, you know, kills two birds with one stone. It helped my sleeping totally. This was one of the first things I started doing when I got my whoop and I couldn't figure out how to recover. Like, well, I started just, I'm going to stretch 20 minutes before bed. Let's see if that works. And that was like the first thing that really. Probably just forced you to take 20 minutes just to start. Yes. Instead of carrying my phone to bed, finishing the day and then putting it by my, yeah. Cool. Which is cool. Awesome. And then uh, the next one, you sort of mentioned it was uh, like foam rolling or um, mm-hmm. you know, massage gun or yeah. some of these sort of tools. For me, for foam rolling, it's my favorite exercise to do pre-workout. Yeah. I've been a little off right now because of COVID, train and place stuff. 
but I need to get back into it. I just feel whenever I foam roll before a workout, it's like my muscles are active. It's yeah. like, bam, okay, you're ready. Yeah. It's workout time. Blood just flow. Blood flow. And it just makes me feel, pretty much just wakes my body up and says, okay, you're ready to go. Yeah. And I love it. Pre-workout. I don't do it uh, outside of the yeah. workout time frame. I don't know I think why it's we don't too, really foam roll. too much hard work, I think. Like... If you try to foam roll before bed, you like work up a sweat. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's where the massage gun comes in because it's like a lazy man's dream. Exactly. But foam rolling is definitely our favorite pre-workout, pre-LP warm-up mm-hmm. routine. Like you roll your back, you roll your glutes, you, you give everything a quick flush yeah. in like Once five over. to eight minutes. Yeah. It's not about like spending two minutes on this and two minutes on that. It's just like quick flush, gets the blood flow, boom. Ready to like move 100%. at least. Yeah. 100%. Oh, I thought I was ready to unleash. Unleash. I'm just ready to move. <laughs> yeah. If anything's been a stable in my uh, career, mm-hmm. career, my life oh, LP, yeah. has been uh, foam rolling. For foam sure. rolling. Yeah. Always yeah. before. Yeah. Yes. 100%. 100%. It's just a great way to get the kinks out and hit those tender spots and flush yeah. it out. And not everyone does it. So I don't see too, too many people that. Use a foam roller. Not really. So it might be a big one for people to try. Yeah. Yeah, it might Bring be because you guys have those PVC with this foam. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can go get, to... Those ghetto... P- home sense. <laughs> yeah, now's yeah, a good now time. you can. Yeah, now you can buy any yeah. foam roller anywhere. Yeah. Now's a good time to get one and bring it to your station and Small just one? flush it out. Yes, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I actually use it throughout the day, too. Like, if I... You do. Cool. A nagging little, like, thing in my back or my legs, yeah. I'll just go sit on it and just roll really quick and all. But it is, like, one of those things where it's, like... Do I really want to get on the floor? Yeah. yeah. Roll around. <laughs> and just like roll around for a bit. It's like, oh my God. That's where the massage gun is. Enter yes, massage gun. Yes. Enter right. massage gun. Like Don Kyle purchase. said, if he, could put his, if he could put his name on one thing right now, it would be a massage gun. Yeah. COVID has made those things. Yeah. Real. So they're a lazy man's dream. Like essentially you're getting, you know, the benefits of foam rolling in a little gun that you just hold in your hand and you can essentially do every muscle in your body without breaking a sweat. So that one to me is and more in bed. Like you can right, just lie there. hundred percent. Yeah. So it's super simple. So that's why we like, if I was going to do one before bed and I, I've been doing it over the last little bit and I find, man, like I wake up in the morning without the kinks and the aches and pains mm-hmm. with the gun. Yeah. Like my calves were super tight. I did them for a couple nights and then my intern, my ankles were stiff. And now my ankles have freed up just after doing it a few nights in a row. So it's kind of a cool way just to release some of that tension before bed. And then you wake up the next day feeling better. So foam roll, workout window, massage gun, lazy man's dream before bed. Cool. Ultimate. I feel like you should tell your story about how you got the foam roll, the massage Massage gun. gun. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay, I will. Because some of these massage (laughs) guns aren't cheap. Yeah, and, and ours was, yeah, not not in the budget. So I finished, we were in, at Wadapalooza, and I finished not my best workout, but the most grueling workout. It was it was a heavy deadlift and burpee workout. So after the workout, my back was just, my glutes, my hammies, and my lower back were on fire. That was and in we, the morning. And we had another yeah. workout coming up with snatches and cleans later in the day. And I'm like, the only way I'm going to be a, Guys, guys, the, the only team. way I can do this workout in the afternoon is if I get the gun. I need it so bad. 
Like, you don't understand. I got to get it. Well, the coaching team took you to the place to get a free massage. Yes. First. And then somehow we, we got too far away from you. Yes. And then the sales guy kind of jumped in. Yeah, he got me. Yeah. Yes, but you had already done the workout. Remember, we left and we went to watch the pros, the, the pros, pros, and then we weren't there <laughs> to see Adam when he was done his workout. So yeah. I think he got a little bit upset. Yeah, that we weren't there to be with him, and he Sold. couldn't watch the workout, Sold. so he went and he yeah got the massage That's done. Yeah. A few minutes later, I feel yeah. like it was after the second workout. It was after workout the second the workout. I remember because it was dark. Yeah. When I came to yeah. see you, I convinced myself that I couldn't work out the next day unless I bought that. <laughs> I needed it that. But what a purchase, so though! Great purchase. Great deal. It, yes, phenomenal. It was a good deal, and fits you do use it a lot. Phenomenal investment. Make sure you're going to use it if you invest. Yeah, they aren't cheap. <laughs> um, cool. All right, next one is. Uh, contrast therapy and or uh hot tub slash sauna and contrast cold tub Mm -hmm. yeah so so i think this one for us used to be just like this is only something we can do if we go to like the scandinave or like the spa you know or we go to dave and jen's for sauna and jump in the ice cold pool in the middle of winter um, and that's true. Like if you have a, a hot tub or a sauna at home, this is like one of the most incredible tools that we've used over the past three years, let's say. Like the the benefits of going from really hot where your where your blood is rushing through your body to then jumping in, you know, freezing cold water for one minute when your blood all rushes back to your core and then coming out of that cold where it rushes through your body again, like the benefits for your muscle recovery, the benefits for your, you know, nervous system recovery, overall health are like insanely good. The cool thing we've realized over the past little bit is you don't need those fancy tools on a daily basis to like dabble into it. So like, you know, you can do a, a warm bath and a cold shower on the weekend if you don't want to drive to the spa, you know, <laughs> like make your bathtub really hot and then stand up and turn your shower really cold and just, you know, grin and bear it for one minute. And Adam actually has, I don't know if you've been on a streak for pretty long, time. pretty long time about uh, one. That, How long do you go for? Not quite a minute. It all depends on the day, yeah. So after my workout, I don't wait till the water goes hot in the shower. I just turn the water on and I just go in it. So I get like 30 seconds seconds to a minute of cold every single day after my workout. So my body temp's really high after the workout and I'm like, boom, I go in. The first 10 seconds are evil. And then, you know, 30 seconds later, it's like starting to turn warm. And then I feel like, okay, this is awesome. Must, so, yeah. must be the high testosterone because uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I could get in there. No, some people the... some some people do it, you know, first thing in the morning, they wake up, they do a cold shower. Yeah. I haven't I, I like it when my body temp's already warm. And I know there's huge benefits to doing it in the morning when you get up, but my go to is the the post workout on a daily basis. Um but yeah, hot cold therapy, what is it, ten to fifteen minutes hot? Like pretty hot, uncomfortable hot, yeah. one and minute then cold. one minute cold. Minimum. 
But you can build up to that, let me tell you. Yeah, Michelle was a 10-seconder to start. Not even 10 seconds. And then relaxation after. Yeah, like, you know, if you're doing one round, maybe like 15 to 20 minutes of relaxing. If you're doing another round, yeah. Yeah, I feel like we've talked a little bit about this. Yeah. Of so we don't have to go yeah. into too much yeah. detail, but... But yeah, like the timing thing, like your body tells you, right? Like, you don't need a timer. Like, your body's going to tell you once you start sweating. And yeah. And you're like, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty hot. Like, and I'm like, you'll, I'm, I'm ready to get cold. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so if your you're in a sauna, you. your body tells you when you just can't physically, you'll start to like lose your breath. Yeah. And then you'll know I have to get out. Yeah. I haven't seen too many people that could just stay in there. Right. But Chad, these, they have a hot tub. You start to feel uncomfortable. You know, in the hot yeah. tub, you start to feel uncomfortable. You're like, you know what? I didn't think I was going to do cold today, but I want to do cold now. Yes. Yeah. You kind of get that first <laughs> yeah. for it. Yeah. And then the other trick is these guys have a hot tub. Then they went to TSC and they bought a... Um, what what is it called? A, a trough. trough. A horse trough. A horse trough. That's my wife's idea. And <laughs> fill it with hose water. And if it's in the summer, you can fill it with some, like, a bag of ice. But so, so simple... And then you have a cold tub right beside your hot tub. You jump out, fill it with hose water. The hose water is like 50 degrees Celsius Fahrenheit. Yeah, they're Fahrenheit. super cheap too. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. yeah, we never put ice in it because during through the fall, like, like right now, it's pretty cold. It's cold. Yeah, it's cold. So like we do it more. Obviously, yeah. you have a hot tub outside. You're not going to use it in the summertime. So right. you, could, you could still have a cold tub. Like athletes just do cold. Yeah. Yes. Right. Close workout just like outside exactly. yeah. shower. So yeah, it's, it's a very um, inexpensive recovery tool totally yeah. less than 100 bucks for sure yeah. buy one of those things but building in contrast therapy the hot cold is like been a huge yeah. benefit for us mm-hmm. and you can build it into a 20 minute routine before bed maybe not okay so the the idea is it doesn't actually you know make you ready for bed per se so maybe it's more of like a saturday sunday thing where you do like hot bath cold shower and then that starts your day right so it's not really a what did Jen say? Jen says she doesn't. She ends on the hot. At night. At night. PM. Yeah. AM. Before. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've done it any time of the day, really. Morning is nice. Like, yeah. If you're skip, if you're taking a five a.m. workout off and you jump yeah. in the tub instead of do three rounds, it's a good way to spend forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's nice. It's it's yeah. It's it's painful. Not painful, but like you can go through that uncomfortable state in yes. a cold tub, like you do at the gym at sometimes. The gym. It's like a workout. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's a good way instead of laying in bed or. Yes. Right. Doing Good something. Still wake wakes you up. Something for beneficial. Sure. For sure. I actually PR'd my cold tub the other day at 5.30. PR'd oh, my minutes. cold tub. I keep okay. track of this stuff. The only people I hear comparing is, are the kids. The kids yes, are the only one. Yeah. Chad yeah. beat the kids. This is why I need to <laughs> keep track. Beat the kids. Okay, but what temperature was the water? It was pretty cold. To... It was pretty cold. I, I didn't have the temp though. Okay. It wasn't like winter freezing, but it was uh, it was cold. Yeah, if tap water comes out at 50 it's degrees cold. It was Fahrenheit. much colder than tap water. The nights yeah. have been cold. The morning's been cold, so it's been... So 40-something. Think of if your pool was 40. Okay, yes. we'll have to tell Matt Dijon. He's yeah, like, no, I was yeah. Yeah. He's the king. king. The king. And actually, maybe the reason why, we actually brought a speaker and had, uh, you know, Zen music. Yeah. And I zened out oh, for a minute there, for sure. Cool. We got in the zone. Okay. So. Hot, Zen cold. Music. If you cold. haven't tried it. Come on, come on over. Grin and bear the cold, man. It's awful, and I suck at it, but 
It gets better. It does get better. Don't for quit sure. after, after the first try. That's yeah. all I can say. You guys introduced it to me, and I remember when uh, Dave had the polar thing, the polar yeah. retreat, and I was like, there's no way in hell you're yeah. find me. You in were angry ice. about it. I was so mad. Yeah. I was mad at them for and doing now- that. <laughs> I was asking them about I it. Forgot like, How about would that. you do this? And then. Our house had our house we bought had a hot tub and I was mad about the hot tub because it was it was yeah. science experiments and I just yeah. hated everything about it. Oh, and yeah. then I figured that out. And then Christine decides to buy a horse trough. <laughs> and she was the one that yeah. made yes. this happen. She's a and now you that, love but it. now I I need it. Like if I'm in the hot tub, I have to go cold tub, yes. and I'm definitely um, much more comfortable in the cold tub now. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. converted. Yes, hundred percent. Dark side. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one, a little mental recovery, yeah. reading, journaling, meditation. Seems like a pretty, yeah, I think Chad one. nailed it there. Like the other ones combined the mental and the physical recovery. So like muscle recovery, physical recovery, and kind of better sleep and mental recovery. This one is not so much physical recovery, but mental. So we realized that. You know, if sleep and recovery are a huge way to improve your performance and overall health, then how can I get the best sleep? You know, reading a book before bed. I I put journaling and my big notes were like, when your mind's racing and you have a million things in your head, just write your to-do list down on the page and get it out of your head before bed. That's like my form of journaling is a to-do list. And then meditation, I think, you know, like like um, the Ramwad, I think there's some great tools out there as like forms of guided meditation just to relax mm-hmm. before bed yeah. or in the middle of the night if you get woken up. That's not our expertise. Expertise. Reading yeah. Yeah. your to-do lists. And then we usually do like a little, um, like if we're feeling anxious or whatever, just like a simple gratitude so like what are three things or even sometimes it's just one like tell me one th- one thing you're right. grateful for today and just kind of changes changes that mood a little bit before before bed before bed i Something think simple. that one that one was kind of foreign to us yeah but if we had an intense day then what we would find is we'd wake up the next morning and we would sh- like super bad recovery on whoop we're like wow like I felt like I slept great, but your body was still in that like fight or flight. Mm. So, yeah, you know, we'd heard from the experts that gratitude is, is a really cool tool to help with that. So then it's like, okay, you know, I had a crazy day, but what are two or three things that were like actually awesome about the day? Right. And then that all of a sudden takes your mind off the negative things and you go from a fight or flight into a relaxed kind of state better state yeah (laughs) so if you can't fall asleep and you're just sitting there daydreaming stop thinking about the things that are intense and think about the things that are actually awesome and usually helps with falling asleep yeah stress stress relief exactly not going to bed stressful so kind of a, a different one for us but this was reading before bed was a was one of the first whoop things that along with stretching Epsom salt, stretching, and reading were the top three things that helped me the first time I wore the Whoop band. Mm-hmm. Reading before bed was huge um, with my sleep quality. 
And it just, I think it just, because I'd almost fall asleep every time I was reading. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'd try to stay focused, try to stay focused, and then I'd end up, you know, almost. For me, for the reading, it was the reading books that I don't have to think about. Yeah, so that's like, important. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just getting rid of everything else and allowing, like, my creative brain to work and just, like, thinking about stories and I, when I first started reading, it was more like, oh, I'm going to read for personal development and uh, I'm going to read. So I have to make this 20 minutes useful yeah, and I have right. to make sure that I'm bettering myself. Mm-hmm. And it actually like Wasn't made me think more. And then I wanted to do things. And for me, reading has to be something that is for me, it's like a love story or something that's just fun and yeah. um, airy and something that I can sort of get lost in. Yeah. So those books can like inspire you and jolt right. you and then all of a sudden are like now more awake than Thank you were you. Exactly. before you were. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's so actually that was a big one important. for me. Yeah. Makes Keeping that sense. brain outside of in a different creative yeah. uh, form, I guess. Totally. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then uh, the other mental recovery uh, component or routine, fresh air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we like this one. Because we never did it before, and we're like, you know, I think I think you see, like, different generations that, you know, have dinner and then, like, go for a walk after dinner or, like, are outside all the time. And we didn't realize how such a simple thing, like, going for a walk, uh, even, like, during the day or at night after dinner before bed, the fresh air can do, like, amazing things just to relax your body and CJ kind of forced us into it yeah and then it's been something that's been very beneficial even she knows now it's like after dinner we're sitting at the dinner table literally as soon as Adam puts his hands down like he's done eating she's crying like okay it's walk time it's walk time it's (laughs) walk time so even CJ's knows the uh, knows the routine yeah but that's, but sometimes I want to, I, I, I don't want to go for a walk at all. Like I, I'm like, Oh, I don't have time for this. I don't want to go for a walk. Right. And then I get out there and I'm like, Oh, let's go longer. Or, yeah. uh, like I feel so much better. Uh-huh. Um, just getting fresh air. Yeah. And if it's, you know, the kids and you have stuff at night and you're busy, I think it's just getting outside with them or like getting outside mm-hmm. with your dog or getting outside on your own doesn't matter what it is but just the fresh air itself like mother nature is a way for your body to get out of that state right mm-hmm. during the day you get some vitamin d in the evening you get just fresh air yeah cool feels good and you can tie this in i think with a podcast or an audiobook like i think the true the best way would be to not have any of that Right. But if you're like, oh, you know what? Or, or a phone call, right. Or something like if you, if you are that busy that you need to be, you know, multitasking all the time, then tie it in with something else. Sure. Mm -hmm. But if you can just take 20 minutes to get outside and get some fresh air, then. Yeah. Probably do some of my best thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Best thinking for sure. Um, yeah walks. right it's kind of like just try it and see what happens like your mind gets no super... phone it's just like okay what do i right it's kind of a scary feeling <laughs> yeah what's my brain saying today but you start to think of some 
awesome stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, like, looking at this list, like, obviously, like, a lot of it ties back to, like, de-stressing, right? Like, the mm-hmm. idea of, like, we live in a very anxious, stressful life. Like, a lot of people have anxiety now and all this. And, like, these simple tools, like, you can re- relate to recovery, but, like, directly related to, like, removing the stress from your life, like, the things that you guys are doing, like, basically disconnecting for 20 minutes for any of these things yeah essentially they're just disconnect tools because you guys live like a high high paced life too like yeah business owners right gym. like 345 in the morning the alarm goes off almost every day and yeah it's before we know it it's 745 at night right so and we're, we're also you know appreciating how crazy everyone all the other members lives are right so these are like six disconnect tools i think that was the good word like you know one they're helping with your performance and your physical recovery but two we all need the mental break too Mm -hmm. and these are six great ways to ditch the phone ditch the laptops ditch the ipads ditch the netflix and here's six tools that one will help your performance and physical recovery and fitness and two help your sleep and your mental recovery and yeah overall health because that's the biggest thing is when you realize that it relates back to like I was waking up in the morning with a you can wake up in the morning with a higher resting heart rate because your body was stressed all night sleeping and then you do one of these tools before bed and you actually wake up wake up with a lower resting heart rate like when you start to see that data you're like wow like this isn't a thing that I should do or maybe could do it's like, I need to do this. Mm-hmm. So like 20 minutes of stretching or Epsom salt or or any of these tools, reading before bed, it's not like maybe I should do it. My HRV is better, so I'm in you know parasympathetic relaxed state. My resting heart rate's lower. I'm healthier. I perform better at the gym. I perform better. I'm not as stressed all day. So all those things kind of add up. But yeah, six tools, 360 recovery is the topic, right? And mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. For me, I would say I don't know, it's tricky because I've implemented a lot of these things and I should be doing them. I don't know if it's more. So, for me, I get amazing I'm I've put in a lot of effort in terms of my overall sleep and I'm getting a a lot of sleep. Um, My quality of sleep is pretty good, um, but I'm still missing a little bit of some sort of recovery or some sort of lifestyle switch in order to get better numbers on my my whoop data. Mm. So for me, I'm kind of in that um, time period where I'm trying to bring new things into my life to see if they can make a bigger impact on the overall overall uh view so yeah i'm doing some trial and error and trying to to look at some things and we'll see if it pays off yeah with michelle's focus on optimal health in this block you know a big thing was her getting her she wants to have a green zone recovery average every week and like that's no easy feat when you go from you know alarm clock to alarm clock and these six tools are helpful yeah. but you want you know a higher hrv 
in general shows better overall health and a lower resting heart rate shows better overall health. So if these tools, you know, are leading to better sleep performance, but not a better HRV, you're dabbling into some really cool new breath work and different forms of, you know, allowing your body to go into that parasympathetic state, which is cool. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. Very different. Very, yeah. Um, yeah. But very for long term health, it's like insanely. <laughs> Yeah. So maybe we'll have we'll have to do this in six months time. Yeah, see yeah, hundred percent. What's our top six then? Fair. For me, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that's cool. So like, can you guys give us like an idea like how this looks in a week? Like, so you kind of mentioned a few things that you go like. Do you you're not are you implementing implementing all these all at once? Like, is there like a schedule? I know yeah. you guys love schedules, so <laughs> like, how do you sort of make yeah. sure that you hold yourself accountable? How is this, how is this programming into your life? Yeah. So it's it's pretty simple. So simple, but, but takes discipline. Okay. Simple, but takes discipline. So let's start with the easy one. We foam roll before workout. Okay. Let's say we do that every day. We have Mm -hmm. a foam roller. We bring in our gym bag. We do that. The ones before bed, Monday nights, we do Epsom salt. So we need to carve out and it's a good way to carve out time before bed. We do. So if we go to bed, let's. Let's just say ten o'clock, just to make it like. You can say nine. Ah! Okay, eight. let's say nine. You, you know, everyone knows late. you guys go to bed early. We go to bed earlier than nine, but let's say nine. Okay, so that means at eight thirty at the latest, the bath has to be running, and the Epsom salts have to go in. So eight thirty, Epsom salt, bath ten to nine out of the bath, winding down, ready for bed. Okay, Tuesday nights. Usually after Monday and Tuesday at the gym, we're pretty banged up. Mm-hmm. So Tuesday night, stretching night. Okay. So 20 minutes before bed, we get one Netflix episode because that's Michelle's agreement with me. <laughs> one Netflix episode, which is 20 minutes-ish, and we have to stretch the whole time. Got it. Wednesday nights, we're pretty lazy by that point. Like we're tired by middle of the week. So it's either like massage gun for a little bit, reading a little bit, like something passive. Got like we're not engage because it's tired. Yeah. Thursday nights we're at the gym late. We don't do anything. We okay. get the we get the crap kicked out of us. We wake up with bad recovery every Friday. Right? But it's whatever. It's part of it. It's a mm-hmm. sacrifice. We get extra sleep Wednesday. Yeah. So that we can make up for it Thursday, Friday. And then the weekends we try to implement Friday's usually nothing again. And then Saturdays and Sundays I didn't even talk about the fresh air, but that's kind of that's a daily. Every day, that's yeah. every day. We take CJ out every night, take your kids out every night, whatever that might be after dinner. Um, and then on the weekends, we try to, you know, put in some of that hot cold. We try to put in lots of the fresh air stuff um, and implement, you know, a couple of those tools, which stretching. And we do our weekly planning on Sundays, right, to make sure that we slot everything in. So... Like I said, I think you just pick just one tool, put it in your schedule, 30 minutes before bed. Yeah. Try so it. That's like three, four times a week we do something. Yes. When we say every day, we don't mean like Monday to Sunday. We mean like Monday to no, Sunday. No, but you are practicing. I mean, you guys look. That's regular. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Most of the LP community lives a healthy lifestyle, whether they're outside on Saturday or Sundays or not. Like, mm-hmm. it might yes. not be specific, specifically doing these things, but I think the thing that you're mentioning is that like you plan it at the start of the week yeah. and it trickles off because I mean, life kind of trickles off throughout yeah. the week and then the weekends are always kind of unpredictable. Yeah. yeah. So like, don't 
try to say I'm going to stretch on a Saturday night at 7.30. Right. Because you know likely you're going to miss a week and then you're going to miss two weeks. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, it's good that you kind of built it around boundaries that you know that you'll be able exactly. to hold yourself accountable. Exactly. 30, 20 minutes a day. It's not even 30 minutes. 20 minutes a day. All of these tools can be used. Yeah. Squeeze them in. They're going to help your sleep. They're going to help your muscle recovery because we know we're all pretty sore by Wednesday, Thursday at the gym. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And they're going to help you. Yeah, your Thursdays are our lowest attended yes. classes. So maybe <laughs> we, we could implement on yeah, Wednesday night that's with a right. stretch cool. routine. That's some cool data. That's mm-hmm. so true. We don't know if it's the class type or if it's <laughs> that everyone's, like like you said, winding down in the week. So. That'd be a good experiment to put, you know. A different time, a different class. Like a different class on a Thursday? Yeah. But yeah, like I, I noticed it for sure. Not if I. This week I've been busy and I haven't been doing my hot cold and a few other things that I do and I'm really sore today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As I've been we complaining heard. multiple times <laughs> to multiple different people. Oh my glutes! You don't know what the recovery so feels it. like until you. Don't That's right. Have it. You have to try it, yeah. and then you realize like you don't feel like that, and then all of a sudden you go a week without it, which is actually another good experiment. Like try it for like two weeks, yeah. and then try without it, and then you quickly realize like how much difference it actually does make. For sure. And it's, yeah, it's not how you feel maybe the next morning, but it's how you feel by the end of the week. Yeah. yeah. Two, three days, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, we all come back to the gym after Mondays and we say how, yeah. how sore we are. Actually, most of the time I hear like the Wednesdays, you yes. come back and yes. complaining. Yes. I say, what did we do yesterday? Monday was, and but Tuesday. But it, prob- it was probably right. likely the Monday that actually yeah. made you yeah. feel that way, oh, not the yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday flushes it out. That's what we tell new members. Don't skip Tuesday. It's going to help so much. <laughs> Just kidding. Cool. Oh, awesome. Chad? I think this was fun. I like talking whoop and yeah. recovery. It's been such hopefully, a big part of our last couple of years for us. And yeah. And it's a work in progress, but hopefully we can help someone just implement something small. Yeah. Exactly. Start. Awesome. Well, thanks again, guys, for joining and listening and we will see you next time yes yes thanks Thanks, guys. guys